0: Good morning to you. Hope you are well. It is Tuesday morning, 9.30 in the morning over here. i am just kind of wrapped up my typing practice this morning. So uh, one of my pillars for the rest of the year, by the way, there's 186 days left of the year. One of my pillars is to learn how to type properly, like putting my fingers on the home row and like type for speed. And so I've been practicing that in numerous ways, but I have a nice little morning. It's the first thing I do in the morning is I come out and I sit here and I do my typing practice. And... What I did this morning was I took like basically scribbles a stream of consciousness of scribbles last night that I wrote on my iPad in bed and I turned those into text in a Notion note. And that scribble was based on some questions that I was answering this weekend, uh from this weekend. I'll tell you what. Katrina's trip here was incredible, like potentially like setting me into a new course in my life currently. All of that talk of sabbaticals and career breaks, I I loved that we geeked out so hard and like trust me like we geeked out hard. Like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we hit these topics so hard, so relentlessly, and it was just like I was just able to digest some new information, then ask more information talk about my insecurities and my fears and reservations. Like, honestly, it was just like two friends hanging out, enjoying like the time in New York, but she loves this topic. This is her life. Like, you know, she's a coach for this and helps people do this. And she just, she's put so much thought and attention into it. And not to mention Katrina is like a highly intelligent person. Her brain is of that genius like caliber. And I think, I think I feel like what I'm getting from her is like she has put so much time and thought into this, and then she has to figure out a way to articulate her genius-like thoughts of this topic to someone like me who can't, I can't under I can't understand the the complexity that her brain has worked it out, and then she figures out the words to like get it to people like me. <laughs> You know what I mean? I don't I'm not I'm trying to I'm trying to call her a genius and I'm trying to not call myself an idiot. I'm somewhere in the middle. <laughs> but what I've noticed is first off recording that episode with her in the podcast was genius. Like was was fantastic. Uh if you haven't listened to that, go check out Saturdays um, discussion we had, or no, uh, Sunday's discussion we had about career breaks and sabbaticals and all of that. It's wonderful. I've listened to it a number of times already. And then I've actually like just Googled her name in podcasts, and I found other podcast interviews she's done with other people just to hear like what other answers to other people's questions has she shared online. And um, it's just brilliant stuff. It's brilliant stuff. And I, can, I have to hear these things a few times for it to get into me, and I feel like this is something. I think I actually am, like an auditory learner, and one of the things that's required of that is multiple repetitions of hearing highly intellectual things. Uh, the first time it washes over me, it's like I can't, I can't hold on to the words. I can't think critically. I can't think deeply. I'm just like enjoying the words, almost enjoying the thoughts. And then by the second or maybe the third time, even. I I start to grab a hold of things and I can start thinking critically and start honestly doing something with the information that I've gathered. So today, I or last night really, I laid in bed and I tried to answer a couple questions with just like random thoughts. What comes to my head? Just get it down on paper. And I was just like scribbling with my iPad in pitch black last night. And basically I was trying to answer things like, if I were to take a break like this, what needs to be in that break? And then also, what, like, why do I need this so badly? Like, what, like, what is, what's the point? What, what, what am I, what am I, really, really, really why do I really, really, really need this? And so, I answer those questions, and I think I'll share a little bit with you. I'm going to do the little 30 second ad here, and I'll be back, and then I'm going I'm to share some of my thoughts on these two questions. So, I'll be right back. All right, thanks for entertaining that. Um, all right, so let's get into the first question. Well, first question I started to scribble thoughts down were basically like, what would need if, – if I were to take a career break, if I were to take a sabbatical, what, what, what do I need in it for it to be worthwhile basically? And I, I have a couple thoughts around that. Uh, I scribbled a ton of stuff down, turned it into typing this morning. And one of the first things is like, I need to fulfill like the big adventure, the big adventure I've had in my head since I want to say this started around seventh grade for me around seventh grade is when I started thinking I need to leave Pennsylvania the world was too small for me. I started to figure it out. I started to figure out that like people don't leave here, and there's a whole lot of world out there. You know, I'm looking at textbooks. I'm seeing. I I still remember like in seventh grade. I I believe I saw, uh, I saw a photograph in a textbook, like a social studies textbook or something, and it was the view of Parliament in Budapest from across the river, and. It was like one of those, like, wow, what an amazing building. And I remember I, w- I went to Budapest, and I ran, and I ran across the river. And I didn't even think about that photograph, obviously. I just knew that this was going to be really pretty. And I ran across the bridge, the chain link bridge, like the one with all the love locks on it, the chain lock bridge or whatever they call it. And then I was running along the river, and I looked, you know, up and to the right, and there was parliament across the river. And it immediately came to me. I was like, I've seen this image in a textbook, and I was like reliving like a childhood want, you know, I remember sitting there and thinking that, like, wow, what a cool thing to be able to see, I need to get out of Pennsylvania and see some of this world, (laughs) but that wasn't where that stopped, I've thought a lot about, like, the dream vacation, not vacation, the dream adventure for me would be this big, huge, Western Europe sort of adventure, where, I'm like, I can, I'd buy the, the, your rail train pass, which is like, basically it's like just the golden ticket for all the trains through Europe. Europe has a hugely expansive and fantastic train system and you can get basically everywhere via train. And I just have this idea of just like, you know, it's almost like a backpacking thing or like have, have some luggage and a backpack or something like that. And just start somewhere, wherever, it almost doesn't matter where I start but i'd love to plan a trip where i start somewhere and then maybe just do like a big sort of kind of figure eight or square with a line through the middle of it of a lot of western europe so like if i was to start in london and then i would cruise through you know france and then maybe germany and then spain and then head over to Italy and then make my way up through, you know, maybe like Sweden or Switzerland and then end up somewhere in Denmark, uh, get to like Copenhagen and then maybe do like a line back through the middle, through Amsterdam and like Brussels and uh, Belgium and, and then end up somewhere, you know, you know, whatever, like do some sort of wild trip like that and just explore. Honestly, just like flanore my ass off see the tourist attractions that I've seen in the books, try the foods, go to the events, talk to people, sit around in cafes. Like That's really what I think would be just such an adventure and just let myself go to wherever it goes. Like Have a little path, have a little idea of where I'm going, but the rest of it is just make it up as we go along. That's what I would love to do. Absolutely love to do. Another bit of that is... When it comes to the adventurous sides of things, like that's an adventure of like seeing what I'm seeing, but I would say it's a low risk adventure, um, depending on what I get into, I guess. But the other element to that is I know this company that does these like motorbike adventures, and basically, A group of people, a group of strangers just kind of show up and they basically pay for the ability to use one of these 50cc little motorcycles, right? These like little underpowered motorcycles. It's kind of silly and goofy, but you go like on a big trip. So like for one that they did, and it looks like they don't do this one anymore, which is a bummer, but they have other ones. But basically it was this big like two and a half week trip adventure through Romania and you've got these little motorbikes and there's like a hundred of you and you're just out and you're just running through this like and you're stopping at different towns and locations and (coughs) attractions (coughs) and you get to the end and you know you have this incredible like two week crazy adventure where you were just mini biking your way through a country (coughs) excuse me how awesome would that be for me personally that sounds like (laughs) the coolest experience ever so, when I think about the first things some of it was like adventure based. The other bits, the other thing that I honestly think would be the majority of this time and it actually would melt into that Europe trip as well, but not just that. Apart from traveling, I could do most of this in New York City. But I want to leave myself time to expo- like explore my mind. Like on days that I wake up when I don't have work to do, like a weekend day, I don't have work, I don't have anything scheduled, nothing planned, I didn't make any plans with anybody, I don't have any anything going on. I like to wake up, have myself a cup of coffee, kind of get started a little slowly, write, get, you know, write or something, like do something creative, get my creative mind going, like usually it's writing or something like that, and then I just kind of just do like one of these like, what do you want to get into today, Wade? And that sort of is like the start of... Whatever rabbit holes we're about to encounter, and it's like, oh, I don't know, maybe we'll, maybe we'll try to do this, or, you know, I'd really like to try today to make that thing, that video, that report, or maybe I want to dig into this thing, and like these are just little rabbit holes, I call them, just little rabbit holes where I don't know where they go, but I see something, I'm like, I'm looking down, and I'm seeing something really curious, a little mysterious hole, and who knows what's in there, but I want to find out, and then just give myself permission to just dive in, just, just go in and just see, just see where it takes you, you know? And if it goes this way or that way, you go this way or that way. And if there's a fork in the road and the rabbit hole, and both of them are equally interesting, pick one and just go with it and see where it takes you. And just, I, I, I can do this daily or even like for a few hours and things like that. And, but then eventually, you know, I have to come back to reality. Like, work has to start back up. Responsibilities are at play. You have to be practical again. And I feel like that is what I would love to experiment with long-term. Basically, let my imagination take the driver's wheel. Let practicality sit passenger instead of the other way around. I, And that gets into the other question that I was thinking. of was like, why do I want this so badly? And the reason I want this adventure and this like rabbit hole exploration, like for a long term, like I'd love to have a few months of every day. I could just go down rabbit holes and just see what happens. See what what my life feels like and see if it feels like it's sustainable. Can I make a life of this? And when I say of this, what I'm talking about is the old way that I used to think. When I was 14, I got a job at McDonald's. I wanted a cell phone. My dad basically said, no one needs a cell phone. I'm not buying you one. If you want one, you better get a job. And I am love that he did that. I was like, okay, challenge accepted. And I got a job at McDonald's and I saved up some money. And then we went and got that phone. He thought it was absolutely ridiculous, but you know what? There, I bet there was a big old point of pride that his son got the job. You know, He was like, okay, I'll do it. And then actually got the job, got the money, and then went and bought it. You know, I'm sure that he was like, you're an idiot, but also like, good on ya. you. You wanted it and you got it and that taught me a lot what it also did though is that it it planted a deep seed that you're supposed to work and i've started work and now from now on forever i should be working and that that messed with me that that changed how I prioritized like my mindset before I started working. I lived a like a, a lot, not, not, and <laughs> how am I going to say this? Uh, when I was a kid, we were, I mean, we were, we were broke family, but I had no idea. I had no idea of that. I had an unlimited, infinite imagination. And every day, I did awesome things. Go out on my bike, go out on adventures, hang out with friends, always coming up with something. Every day, I had something to do. I was the least bored kid you will ever imagine. Not to say that there wasn't sometimes when I was bored. There's definitely some of those days at the end of summer vacation when you've kind of like exhausted everything and you're like, I'm bored. Maybe I'm ready to go back to school. <laughs> you know? Because like you need time for like your brain to like fill back up with things that you want to do and then you go do them. But... That happened to everybody else before it happened to me. I have this infinite imagination and I would play around with this all the time. And practicality was just the passenger of that. Imagination always was the first thing. Here's what I want to do. Let's go do it. Let's just make sure while we do it, we don't get in too much trouble or like die. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like. But that was always like secondary, right? You take it to the limit and then just... Keep it within the safe limits, right? Maybe test a little bit, but not go too far. But it was always imagination. And then when I got the job, things shifted. Responsibilities shifted. Having bills and the requirement to make sure that you don't screw this job up or it's going to screw up these other things you own. Practicality takes the driver's side And imagination goes along for the ride. And over the years from 14 to 36, practicality has owned the car the whole time. And imagination has gotten little, like less and less time to drive the car. And nowadays when it drives the car, it really, really, really enjoys it. And I wonder why I can't do this more. And I got to the point here where like, My burnouts are beyond, like, my burnouts in life are beyond what a two week vacation is solving. I just had a wonderful two week vacation and I came back and I felt completely refreshed and it's awesome. But I come back and what happens is you immediately have to shift it. Practicality has to go and take that driver's seat, and imagination is again this passenger that's only available on the evenings or weekends or when you don't have to prioritize work and responsibility. And I hate that. And I do wonder if this is a childish thought. Can you really live a life where imagination is at the helm and practicality is in support to your imagination? Is that a childish thought? Well, if anyone were to experiment with this, it would be me because Somehow, I've made it this far in life without too many shackles on me. I'm not deep into a hole. I have no debt. I have skills that make me highly employable. I have a personality that genuinely people accept and want on their team. I am not married. I don't have kids. I don't have dogs. I don't have ownership of very much. Everything is rentable and sellable and storable. I have a family that loves me and will bring me in if things go terribly awry. Uh, and not even beyond that, my dad has even offered, he said, you know, if you want to, we could literally build an extension onto the house. If you wanted to, you know, have it like a base type thing, you know, like we can we can make something happen that's like even in the middle of the ground. Like what an what an awesome dad to to offer that. You know what I mean? Like super super cool. And he's not offering that out of like, uh, I can help you. He's offering that out of like that would be cool. And I agree that would be super cool because my parents are awesome, and it'd be awesome to like have them there. Maybe not always super close because <laughs> like space is great for everybody. But the fact that he'll offer that is super cool. So if anyone were to if anyone were to experiment with the idea of what's it like to live imagination first, practicality and support to that, it's me. I'm set up for it. I'm set up to fail? Well, I'm set up to thrive and there's not a lot of stuff in my way. So when I think about why do I need this break badly? I think it's because I need to know an answer to this question. And if I do not answer this question, I believe I'm going to become an old man with regret. And I don't know if I will ever feel like it's too late to be able to do something like this, but why wait is the question. I have some fears about this whole thing Even saying all of this sounds very fun and sexy, and it's easy to say this, but while I'm saying all of these ideas, there's like a deep fear. There's like many deep fears that still sit in my head, even though I believe they're probably unjustified. Like one is like, you know, I don't dislike my jobs. I just, they don't fill my cup all the way. And... Because my cup is only like half full, as in like my fulfillment cup, what I do in life, like this isn't my life's work that I'm doing. I don't know what my life's work is. I know it's not this. I do this primarily for a paycheck. My jobs. I enjoy my jobs, as in I do feel that I'm like, so like with Bubble Up, for instance, I like that I have this ability to help shape this product That a lot of people use and enjoy. And then the other part of that is I like feeling like I'm an important part to the team. I feel like my ideas are valuable and they help other people do their jobs better. I feel like I'm, I feel good on this team. And with the coding school, I feel awesome that, like, I help thousands of kids a year figure out if they might want to be computer science engineers like who gets to do that what an impact you know what i mean there's a lot of jobs that help make the world a better place and that doesn't mean that you have to help make the world healthier making the world a better place can be about in giving other people the opportunity to think for themselves Allowing someone to experience something they may not have otherwise been able to experience. Or if they were to experience it, you make that experience the best it can be for them. I have that ability with the coding school to offer a student who's curious about mobile app development a really, really great introduction into it. And then they can decide for themselves whether this is for them or not. And I get to be a part of that. And that's like really, really cool. I love that. It makes me really happy. I feel fulfillment through that, but I am not fully fulfilled with that. And that's where we get to this right here. Because I don't feel fully fulfilled, it leaves space for the question of what else is out there? What am I not? doing that I know I would like to do? What is it? There's something there. And you only get one life. And I'm 36 years old. And I'm not old. I don't believe I'm old. I think I've got a nice long life ahead of me. But you only get one. So when do I start to partake in some of these things that I know in the back of my head I want to do, but haven't done? Well, you got to start somewhere, Wade. You got to start somewhere. And when you have this talk with Katrina and we're able to face these fears about it all, she gives you a really good peace of mind and helps you understand that it's it's scary, but justifiably, there's answers to all these fears. Like, you can get another job. Like, you can always come back. If not the same job, another job. I have a lot of qualities already That make me like if I want practicality to take the driver's seat, I can do that. Like that's available to me. I know I can get another job and I know I have a personality that people want on my team. And then she adds on to it and whatever you're about to go do, you're going to come back with all that. That just makes you even more valuable. You're only more employable, more interesting to be on the team, bring more experience, have more connections, more opportunities. Like, Climbing the mountain 75% and then having to go back to what I would call reality as it is today, that's not a failure. I gained all that knowledge, connection, experience, learnings, and then I get to bring that back to this real world, which is only more valuable. Or what potentially could happen is I could go down that path. And find something even more attractive, more fulfilling, more what I want to do along the way. And maybe the break isn't just a break, but a break is an on-ramp to the next thing. Maybe the break gets you to the next thing that, you can't, that I can't even see yet. Both of those are possible. And like, all I know is that if I don't go that road, I'm only on this road, right? I'm only doing this. And... This is fine, but who wants to live a life that's just fine? And I'm not trying to quit and burn it all down. I'm not trying to leave everything. And that's why there's these things like like what Katrina does and like helps you plan it out. Okay, well, what does it mean? Also, when we were talking about this all weekend, I had in my head that this was a permanent thing and it was much more scary and really scary to go into the unknown. Like I, like I said in the in the podcast on Sunday, one of my worries is that I don't know what I would do with the time if I gave myself the time. <laughs> and if you think of a break as not temporary, but permanent, that's a very scary thought because it's like, well, I have finite resources and no idea what to do with the time. Well, it sounds like I'll burn through resources before I figure it out, or at least there's a chance that I could. But when you think of it, In terms of temporary, whether or not it becomes temporary in the end is completely arbitrary. But you go in with the mentality of temporary and you say to yourself, this is six months or this is a year, right? And it requires this much. You want to do these things. Your current life costs this. You can save money here by doing this instead of this. In the end, it will cost you about this much to do this, give or take where this path leads you. But you can get about this much uh bandwidth this much time with this much money and you make this much now so it takes you this much to get there okay and then for the time that you're saving you're just planning the break right so i like that idea once i got the idea that this was temporary in my head it starts to it starts to help me feel that it is not just possible, but probable, doable, reachable, and not that far off from other things I have done. So when I sold it all and went traveling, that also felt temporary in nature because all I really did at that in that situation was I sold everything I owned, and I did not re-sign a new lease. I didn't quit my jobs, and I knew that when I'm done traveling, to get back off of that break, it really just required to, in my head, go back to the United States somewhere, get a lease, <laughs> and like buy a bed. You know what I mean? Like, like just buy an apartment's worth of stuff. All of that is doable. Like, to to reset this, it was like. you know, first and last month security deposit, sign the lease, go to Ikea, buy the basics. And you're back home, you're done, you're back in a routine. And I swallowed that like so easily. I was like, Yeah, okay, well, I can sell it all on leaf, because coming back is actually not difficult at all. So if I go into this idea of this break situation thinking, well, what is the reset? The reset is basically all of that, plus apply for a job and get it. And then extra security in mind with that could easily be when asking or negotiating or talking about this career break with current employers. Well, first off, I have a great relationship with my boss and a good relationship with her, like our boss, the next one up as well. And explaining something like this, I would say there's a high chance that it could be accepted and the opportunity to come back welcomed. When it comes to this coding school, I have an eight year positive relationship with this company. I've done so much. I'm a very low maintenance employee. I know what to do. I know how to operate. I know everything there is when it comes to the questions that students and teachers have about coding. I And we already are on an annual contract situation. So, if I could set them up for success to basically go on for a year without me and like make do with what they have or hire someone on in interim, there's a good chance that coming back is also possible. So if I know that I'm able to come back to the jobs, then again, it's easier to swallow. It does have temporariness to it and I can already, like, fathom what the plan would be to reintegrate post-break back into a life if I choose to do that, right? It leaves the opportunity to not, but also leaves a plan if I want to. And I'm just rambling now. This one's long, but I was going to start this with an under 10-minute thing, but this is for me, not you. I hope you enjoy this. I hope that you find inspiration or at least like to hear the way that I think about this, but... I'm strongly considering this more and more. And I had this worry. I even said to Katrina, I said, now, when you leave, I've been in this situation before where I get a new idea. I'm in a new environment. Like this has happened a number of times with my dad and I. I'll go to Tennessee We'll get some sort of business idea that'll turn into some sort of project thing. I'll start researching things and start doing work because he and I have a very uh, inventive mind. And when the two of us get together, we can really geek out about something and then start researching it and then really getting into it. And then I get all excited, but then I leave that environment. I come back home. I get back into reality, right? Practicality has to take the front seat. We got responsibilities and bills and you've made promises with jobs and, you know, all of these things. And that the momentum starts to slip away and then you find yourself back into the the grind. And taking on that exciting project, you forget about how exciting it was. And then finding time for it feels like a chore and then you don't do it. And so when Katrina was leaving, I was like, I have a fear that I'm so high on this right now and it's all gonna fade away when you leave. <laughs> because I feel like I've been here before. I'm trying my best to not do that, and this is this is a this is the thing. This is what Katrina does; like she's a coach for this, and so I'm probably going to like employ her if I can. Or I, I don't I don't know what this is anymore. I don't know if she's just like hooking up a friend like with this, or if. I've honestly taken, if if I've honestly like went past common conversation to like, um, Wade, this is actually the service I provide (laughs) or what. But whether she's just helped me out because we're friends or if I've overstayed my welcome when it comes to this topic or if I need to employ her, the idea of staying connected with her and building this out further is like the way to keep the momentum going for this, I think personally, and I don't want to lose the momentum because I feel like I'm, I'm closer to the making the difficult decision that is the most exciting for me. And if I have a plan in place, like I kind of did when I did the sell it all and travel thing, I think that is how ultimately I'll be able to say yes and sign up for it and do the wild and crazy thing that could be, the sabbatical it's exciting and scary but it's cool all right i have talked your ear off if you are still here you are one of the faithful because i just rant and rambled and i didn't go fast and i don't even know if i emoted very much (laughs) my coffee's cold sitting here i didn't even drink it but i was just enjoying talking about this so i hope you enjoy this stuff thank you very much for thank you very much for just like letting me get my thoughts out and know that someone's listening there's like something really cool about this podcast. And trust me that if we if we go and we do this sabbatical, if we do this career break, this podcast is going to freaking light on fire. I want when doing this, there's absolutely no way in hell I don't document this incredible experience. Cause it's this will be me giving me this will be me giving myself the biggest thing I've ever given myself. And there's absolutely no way in hell I am not documenting and journaling this entire experience. Like, so the podcast, absolutely. There's a strong chance that I start recording more video and throwing those together and getting those like out on YouTube or something. I will want to lock in this this time so that I can use it as motivation to keep going or to come back to it later or to know what I gained or to just to hold on to the memories, or to share the journey out and inspire others, I don't know. I don't know what the hell it'll all be for, but there's absolutely no way in hell I don't record this, okay? It'll be the biggest thing I've ever done in my life ever. Um, There's just no way I'm not gonna not record that. So with that being said, either way, the podcast is coming your way. We're gonna work through a lot of things in the coming months here, and see where we end up. It'll be really cool to hear these kind of meanders later when maybe things get a little bit more structured, a little bit more closer to doing. Maybe some very scary conversations down the road. <laughs> we'll see. But for now, I got to get to work. The day does still go on. The grind happens. I have to go be beneficial to my employers and uh, and keep going. So with that being said, I love you. Thank you for listening to these. I will talk to you in the next one. See you.